This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Dan, that's got me up and about as we head into race four on the car, which is the big screen company two-year-old pace. And we have another red-hot favourite from the Emma Stewart stable. It's Stormrider, first up from a break. He's $1.33 at the moment on the fixed odds. Stable mate, Sir Jimmy at 360. Sergeant Lou, the pole marker at 950. Doug's Flame at 15. My Bucks Knight at 19. And the Ruffy of the Field, Zoom, Zoom, Boom at 34. Um, I'll hold fire with my thoughts here, Dan. I'm really interested to, to see how you play this. It's I'd be surprised if you tipped anywhere outside the favourite, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to back him to win. No, that's right. Um, look, very nice horse. Captain Treacherous, Cold Storm Rider, one of the two that Emma Stewart's got in the race, and they'll dominate the market here. And been plenty to like about him. Um, so I've got him on top, but... Um, like you said, it's not a race I'd be rushing in to have a bet. Um, uh, at this stage, all of them, I think, will come out of the race with improvement, particularly those that are first up, Sergeant Lou, Stormrider. Uh, and, uh, well, Sir Jimmy's at, at least up and about, but I think Stormrider's the one. He's the one that we think that will probably uh, be one of the, the major fancies in, in Vic Breads and all of those feature uh, two-year-old races. So, But at the same time, you don't want to get sucked in, do you? You see Emma Stewart, you see winning form, Good form from last prep, short price favourite, and I think too many times as a punter, you just take it for granted, oh, it should win. But it's not necessarily the case because there are some decent horses, decent opposition against Storm Rider uh, this time. Um, the dollar thirty-three at the moment, uh, is that the sort of value that you would expect or will he get out? And sometimes until they parade, that's when I, I like to look at the two-year-olds and see them parade and get a, a better idea, at least for myself, where they're placed uh but when they're first up and they've got big fish to fry there's going to be improvement to come and if that's the case they're always going to be slightly vulnerable then who do we find that you can be comfortable enough to try to back them to to beat them or or at whatever price and that's the area that i'm falling down in i can't really find anything to beat storm rider so four on top i hope all that makes sense tim um so jimmy's up there and about at the moment the six Sergeant Lou's a lovely type of horse. He'll improve from the, improve from the run naturally, but there's plenty to like about him. And and I thought my Bucks Knight was terrific um, last start. That horse is going really well. So four, six, one, and two. It did make sense, and it was very much along the lines of my thinking, Dan. I um, look. I'm not sure how good Stormy Rider is, but um, the more I looked at the race, I could not find anyone to beat him. I'd be I'm not going to say staggered, but I'd be very surprised if he got beat here. I, I probably couldn't back him at a dollar thirty, but I did message a friend last night and say, if you could get a dollar fifty, a dollar sixty, and this is not necessarily my go, but I would be very keen to back him at that sort of price. I, I loved his trial. He actually, his only career defeat Dan, was at Menangle in that uh, that f- big uh, four hundred thousand dollar APG final back in late April and War Dan, buddy beat him there. Uh, back at the trials just recently, he uh, handled Wardan Buddy quite easily and I love the way he did it. Uh, Wardan Buddy was under hard driving, Storm Rider 
looked to be just cruising to the line and handled him. So he may have come back a better horse. And um, I just don't think there's any opposition in here that couldn't really trouble him. So uh, I'm tipping tipping Stormrider on top. Uh, if you got a dollar fifty, a dollar sixty, I'd be very keen to maybe not back him outright but maybe roll him into some multis because I think he's just about a good thing. So race four, number four for me, Storm Rider should be winning. Let's move on to race five down the first leg of the quaddy and it's the Sulky App, the future of form pace, a really good supporter of HRV. They're doing some great things with their, their data and their gate speed. I love using the app for the gate speed aspect of it. And uh, we have just a little sip. Horse number nine as the three dollar and forty cents favourite. Number one, he's Charlie's Angel at four forty. Number eight, Arg at five dollars. Kafaji at at eight now. Sorry, Kafaji at eight dollars. Number three, Ever Hoping at eight fifty. Pull the other leg at ten. Monomia eleven. Ultimate Vinny, good price, seventeen dollars and four dollars a place for Ultimate Vinny. Going well. Uh, vanquished. Vanquish Stride at 21, and the roughy of the field is Sanday at 26, Dan. Um, probably, well, I know you like taking a, a few different variations in your quaddy. You can have a few tickets. There's probably one where you'll take a couple of skinny options, but there's probably one where you'll include just about every one of the horses in this race. Yeah, probably one of the worst feelings about not getting the quaddy is being put out in the first leg. And as a punter, it's something that we've ridden the bumps with for a long time and should be used to, but it still hurts. Um, So I often uh, structure it that way that um, if a blowout is there in the first leg, uh, there could be a saving one for a minimal percentage uh, with the field. And this is that sort of race where uh, at the moment Sanday's the $26 outsider of the field but has got some claims. His horse is going well enough that it wouldn't shock you if he did win it. Um, I like just a little sip. Uh, obviously, first up run was terrific. He had a barrier draw up on the pace. Better Eclipse wins. I mean, top horse has just finished in front of him. If anything, he peaked being first up with about 50 metres to go. Now, this is still a good race, but it's a slight step back in class, even though there are good horses in it. And I think that'll suit just a little sip. He's going to have to work around them because some of the other key chances have drawn the pegs. And he's Charlie's Angel, who, who over-raced last start, but was still very good. If he's going to lead from barrier number one with a controlled tempo, Arg comes right into it here, horse number eight. And I suspect... That would be the likely scenario, unless you can see something else blasting off the gate to head off his Charlie's Angel. Um, I think if he led, Arg's right behind him, just a little sip will endeavour to get around them, possibly sip without cover, but doesn't have to, and therefore might be reliant on a genuine speed. And he's Charlie's Angel's that sort of horse, gauging by last start. That genuine speed can still make it hard from those out the back. But uh, 9 one, eight. And the other one that can improve here is Ever Hoping because it ended up making a move in a race that was run at that really fast pace that he's Charlie's Angel had set up last start. And um, the idea to go around was the right idea but for Ever Hoping, but they just quickened too much at that stage and uh, that attributed to his downfall. So he'll be much improved, he'll be much fitter and he can in, uh, be a winning hope here, Ever Hoping, number three. My tips are nine, one, eight and three. Yeah, you've summarised that really well. I think just a little sip is the best horse in the race, but I, gee, I was taken by Arg last time out, Dan. Um, I went back and did some numbers on him because, uh, again, I watched the replay and to me it looked like just a truly outstanding run and the times backed it up. He went 53-46 
his last half. That's his personal time, fifty three forty six, and he he did it. Uh, he didn't. He didn't duck and weave all the way down uh, to the home uh, to the finishing post, but he did have a bit of a checkered path, and he got back to the inside. And geez, he took some ground off. I think who is a very very nice horse in his own right. Um, and you really referenced. Uh, I think you made a really key point there. I think he's Charlie's angel will lead the race. Uh, therefore, a trailing draw for Arg. He looks a bet to nothing for me on the each way. You get $5 and $1.90, so basically money back for him to run second or third. I'd be truly staggered if he didn't run a place and you get a, a crack at the $5. He might drift a touch uh, from the draw uh, on Saturday night, but I thought he was the best each way on the card, Arg, because um, David Miles has got him flying. Even that uh, that run at Ballarat, the start prior when he won, he, he just chimed into it beautifully and won with a leg in the air. So <clears throat> race five on the card. I'm very keen. Arg, each way, the best each way of the program. Dan, we might... Uh, I reckon we will have time. Let's get stuck into race six before our next break. And um, it is the... One of the features on the night, I think it's the richest race on the card. It's a $30,000 event, the HBV Amarillan Matriarch Pace Final. These heats were run last week at Melton, and the two heat winners, unsurprisingly, are at the top of the market. Rakiro Rebel for Greg Sugars and Jess Tubbs at $2.20, and Dream Maze for trainer-driver Alan McDonough at $2.25. So... Basically, I'm not saying write your own ticket, the rest, but they're all double figures. Norm's Lady at $14, Twisted Bliss, 15 Ruby Wingate, 17 Young Gifted and Black, 23 Blood Moon, 23 and Nikki Nana at $41, Heads the Rest. Um, you know, I do think, Dan, despite the, the little bit of an awkward barrier draw for both the two heat winners, I do think it is a race in two, but I'm intrigued to see which way you're going to play it. Race six, the second leg of the quaddy on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, look, Rikiro Rebel stacked them up and sprinted home, was sort of always in control uh, last week. Uh, Time-wise, Dream Maze had to run a lot uh, quicker. Um, the solid sectionals throughout, and there's about three seconds difference between their overall mile rate. But I'm not sure that is uh, indicative of, of where they sit. Um, uh, there's not much between them. And I think Rikiro Rebel will probably lead and, and Dream Maze might have to sit uh, without cover here. That that might be the scenario. Now, that doesn't mean Dream Maze can't win, but it's got to be a slight advantage to Rikiro Rebel if it ends up being that way. Like you say, there's a lot of other horses in the race, but I can see them both being at the front of the field, which is going to help their chances. I think Norm's Lady's going well. It's the other winning chance that I give, but, but having said that, from inside the back row, it's going to need a little bit more luck. And and then I found it a bit thinner trying to work on who I might put in for fourth. Um, horses like Nikki Nana, Ruby Wingate, and and Forgot the Wallet are the other horses that are definitely in the mix. Uh, Kenny's Butterfly, another one to run third or fourth. But I, I like Rikiro Rebel. Um, I'm not giving up on Dream Maze being able to sit parked or work harder and be able to win. Five wins from seven starts and genuine excuses the two times she's got beaten. Um, but I was thinking Rikiro Rebel in front. Intriguing race. Could go either way. I'm tipping five from seven, but not a lot in it. Uh, eight Norms Lady third pick and 11 Forgot the Wallet fourth pick. Yeah, well summarised. <clears throat> it's a race that <clears throat> I'm going to tip uh, Dream Maze on top, Dan, just to slightly go against you. But I'm. It's not a race I'm. I'm bullish or I'm keen to play in. Really, I do think the winner will come from either five or seven. Rakira Rebel Dream Maze. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, 
Yeah, can Dream May sit parked and beat Rakira Rebel if it plays out that way? Maybe. Uh, I know some other good judges think that she can. Uh, I'm not so sure. But uh, I thought her heat win, if you looked purely at the two heat wins, I thought hers was more impressive. But then you add in the, I guess, the negative of the, the wider front row barrier draw and Rakira Rebel gets the advantage. I would be very surprised if any of the other horses did win this race. However, if, if the speed maps don't play out and there's an early burn, really... Uh, you could go right down to the bottom of the market. Jude's my life, drawn one at 100 to 1, C- could win the race. So I'll probably just be taking five and seven in quaddies, and if I get bombed out in the second leg, Dan, if I get that far, I'll just have to cop it on the chin. So my bet here in the race would be uh, Dream Maze to win at the $2.25, and, um, yeah, it wouldn't be a big one. So really intriguing race, the $30,000 HBV Amarillan Matriarch Pace Final. Dan, we've whipped through six races, uh, believe it or not, and I reckon we've found all the winners. So let's take a little break. I'm going to grab a glass of water, and we will get through the final three races on the card. You're listening to SEN Track, the Friday form panel with Tim O'Connor and Dan Malecki.